0: We've basically been conditioned to be addicted to carbohydrates and sugar our entire lives since we were babies like we were given this stuff and it's really hard mentally and physically to not eat this stuff. All right, welcome to the living wild podcast. It's been a while. Been a while. I'm Brent philip and I'm here with Matt Smith. Hey, what's up? What's up? Welcome, wildlings. Welcome, wild tribe members, to another episode of Living Wild podcast. And it's been like two weeks since we released anything. And Matt has been on the show in like I don't know a month or something. So it's been a while. I'm kind of guessing that those numbers might even be longer. It feels like two weeks. I have a no lot idea. Than two weeks. <laughs> so much has been going on. We've been doing all kinds of crazy stuff since we got back from San Diego. The last episode that we had, we had Josh Perry. We had Josh Perry on. We did a simulcast on the Living Wild, Ancestral Mind, and Tribe Pod, where he talked about his BMXing and things involved in there, and how he had some resistance when he was like getting on the real food train and all that in that industry where everybody's drinking Monster and going around. He was a little bit of an outlier. Before that, we had Doug Reynolds, who's the creator of the conference that we were at in San Diego. Low Carb so, USA. Low Carb USA. He was here. He was talking to us about it and the initiative that they're going forward on, where they're trying to come up with peer reviewed systems for or standards of practice. Check that episode out. It was pretty cool. And now we're here. So Matt has been on vacation for two weeks. So even before he left on vacation he was on the podcast for like two weeks
1: but where did you go man i went all over i went to the northeast pretty much so started in philly and then moved my way up to my hometown in pennsylvania near scranton area and then i went to new york to visit some more friends and then i finally came back so it was quite a trip so he was gone and you
0: ate really healthy on that entire trip right i
1: wish i could say so (laughs) But I definitely had to get some pizza and bagels from New York, so I didn't eat too healthy. But that's kind of what brought me to wanting to talk about trying to eat healthier on a trip or during your vacation.
0: Right. So that's how we came up with the concept for today. Matt was like, man, I did not eat very well. I had a lot of different temptations. I think we should talk about the best ways to eat healthy while traveling. So Matt has a lot of recent experience here with a bunch of different cities and a bunch of different temptations. Myself, I have a lot of traveling under my belt. I've spent over 150 nights on cruise ships where it is like impossible. Like they make the food experience so that you intentionally overeat. It's crazy. They're like, okay, at dinner, you can order six entrees, six appetizers. Oh, it's five desserts. You can do whatever you want. It's kind of funny. The, the, you know how that works. So, yeah, we're here to give you some real actionable strategies for not doing what we've done in the past and I've definitely had vacations where I'm able to able to rein it in, keep it cool and travel and keep the healthy eating under control. So, let's start with your end. Like what are some of your actionable tips that you either did or wish you did?
1: Well, let's see. I guess I could start with the I wish I did because That was probably the hardest part is, I mean, there's so many different foods out there everywhere and so many different places that make the same food and you just want to try them all. (laughs) So I got to figure
0: out what pizza is the best pizza in New York.
1: Exactly. You got to figure out the exact places that are good to go to. And I mean, especially if you're visiting somewhere like on a cruise ship or somewhere like exotic and you don't know what their food is like, so you want to try everything. Well... I kind of ran into the thing of kind of ran into that and realized like, oh, man, uh, (laughs) this is a lot. So kind of just became more aware, I guess, of what I was eating or how much I was going out. So I would like maybe like pick one place a day, perhaps, and try to stick with that. But it didn't work out too well. No, be honest.
0: <laughs> it's so it is really hard. I Me, mean, you go to a new place and you're you're checking out Yelp or well, not Yelp anymore. Forget Yelp. I don't like Yelp. But Google, you're checking Google or you're checking like eater.com and figuring out what are some of the cool places that you have to go and then it's like, "Man, I, there's been entire trips where I go based on I went to Chicago specifically only to eat somewhere. I oh. took the trip 100% to eat. I was like, "I'm going to this restaurant called Moto. I made the reservations two months in advance. I went there. I was only there for two days. One of the two days was eating at Moto, and the other day was like chilling and not doing anything. So number one tip, number one tip that we've gotten out of that first actionable tip, do not plan your entire trip around the different places that you can eat. That is going to be a good way to start the process of eating healthier. So, So that was something that you would wish you had done. What are some of the things that you actually did do to curtail? Did you do anything? You might not have, but.
1: Um, I did a little bit. I tried to eat at home, bought some groceries a little bit, maybe for like two days uh, while I was in town or while I was at home. And I decided to just cook at home. And I knew what I was eating. And it was good, you know, placeholder for if I wanted to eat something out later. Uh, So really just kind of bought a few groceries just to hold me over for that day or something like that so that's pretty much another
0: where happening. were you doing your shopping at like whole foods or like um.
1: I was a local grocery store kind of just bought a lot of vegetables eggs stuff like that some kind of minimal stuff kind of stuff that i knew that i was knew what i was getting
0: in a way so yeah. just like in real life in non-vacation the number one tip to eating healthier is cook your own food that is that's universal across the board. If we're giving anybody a tip, it's go buy something from a store, ideally a store with high quality ingredients, and use those ingredients to cook your own stuff. And that is, I agree that that is probably the number one tip. Not always easy. So let me no, throw in my own tip here. If you're in a hotel, you don't have a kitchen. Yeah. Like, what are you going to do? Go buy Hot Pockets? Like, that doesn't do you any good. So what I would say is a travel tip and an eating healthier tip in general Go to Airbnbs instead of hotels because more often than not, they will have a kitchen. They will make it a lot easier for you to store your stuff, do one shopping trip for the whole week or something like that. And I've even been to some really cool Airbnbs that have cool stuff. Like they're like like their farm. I went to one where the guy made his own mushrooms. Oh, cool. So I was able and not magic ones, like just regular mushrooms. Like I was able to go eat homegrown organic mushrooms that he grew on logs out back. And that was awesome. And it was like 30 bucks a night and I had my own place. So it's yeah. really hard to beat Airbnb. Sometimes
1: it could even be cheaper than hotels at times. I'm sure that was way cheaper than a hotel. Yes, it was.
0: Uh, Airbnbs are not cheaper than hotels. If you're doing short stays, yeah. So like one to two days because of that cleaning fee, they really hurt you. So if you have to pay hundred dollars to clean, not a big deal if it's seven days long, but if it's two days, yeah, it's 50 bucks a night just to clean, which is crazy. So definitely check out places that have a kitchen. That's an easy one. Definitely. Is there anything else that you kind of found yourself doing over the course of the trip?
1: Morning uh, coffees?
0: Were they like lattes? And no,
1: no. I don't really drink lattes or anything like that. I like my coffee black. So I would just make it at the house or my friend's house that I was staying at or just go and grab a cup of coffee real quick uh, during the middle of the day or something like that. Nothing too extreme. Uh, so that was pretty simple i would want to say that two of the most things that i did
0: so when you drink coffee it's only black and you basically said like you have your coffee at your your own place so that's a i think that's actually important i bring a travel espresso maker with me whenever i go places because generally you're going to go you go to a hotel it's got like a k cup that tastes like battery acid right and they have Maybe even like those even worse, like the ones where you put the little fluffy like packet in them and shove it oh, in there. Yeah. And you're just like, this looks crusty. Like, I, who knows what calcium deposits and all kinds of nastiness that's in there with calcium deposits and stuff like that. So I, I bring my own travel espresso maker. It's by uh, Nanopresso, I think is the name of the yeah, company. I
1: think it's really cool.
0: And it's just a little pump. like It's a little hand pump. And I bring some wild foods, coffee, espresso ground, depending on the flavor. And I will... Just do that each day. You can do it with that or you can do it with, with an espresso pod. Mm-hmm. So it's super cool. I think it's like 60 bucks, 70 bucks or something like that. There's also the AeroPress. press. A lot of people bring around with them. It's a like a little plastic thing where you, it's like a French press, but yeah, you yeah. push down on it. And anyway, it's super cool. Probably heard of both of them in the past. And
1: I mean, if there's a K cup as well, most of the time they'll have the empty cups that you could put grinds in them. So that is another option too. It's just putting the grinds in that empty K-cup.
0: Yep. Um, Well, I'm worried about what's in the machine, That's true. So if you can... Ideally, you can boil your own water. So if you're at an Airbnb, a little teapot and boil your own. Now, that's not always possible. So the next best thing is to just get the hot water out of the K-cup machine. But, you know, whatever. That's kind of the best you can do. So that's how you're dealing with coffee. Now, personally, I always fast. And on vacation, I make fasting a very big priority. And I only let myself eat those experimental meals where i'm like man i have to eat this thing in this city if i've achieved my 18 or 20 hour fasting goal Mm -hmm. and then i will let myself go to a high-end restaurant and not really worry about my calorie restriction but you're not going to find me going to you know the equivalent of taco bell or something like that you're going to find generally i'm going to go to random example off top of my head there's a place called echo and rig in las vegas nose the tail butcher so they really have high quality meat they've got high quality ingredients they serve you amazing steak and it's really good i have no qualms about eating there but if i go to a you know secret pizza in the venetian or something or a cosmo or something like that that's a little bit of a different story yeah so playing your meals try to go to like steakhouses or something like that where it's easy to get a high quality cut or just a high quality dish in general something like a whole fish or something like just you know salmon steak any of this stuff that just doesn't have room for a lot of extra ingredients because you don't know what they're putting in like you know their their sauces or whatever but a steak with salt and pepper on it it can't really throw too much stuff in there that'll you know maybe yeah. mess with your body and mess with your bowels or anything like that so definitely try to pick higher quality places so that's another tip right there the try to make yourself high quality places and fast. If intermittent fasting is part of what you're doing, that can really help your metabolism and it can limit your exposure to all that eating out.
1: Yeah. See, I fell into that trap of since is more of like a nostalgic factor to me because I used to live out there and it's been, I only visit once a year now. And so I was like, I need to get this, this and this Because it's Eastern staple, right? Pizza. Gotta get pretzels from some guy on the side of the road at a stoplight. That guy's awesome, you know, (laughs) stuff like that. So that's kind of what I fell into. But there were times where I was thinking to find better places to eat. And throughout the whole time, I was trying to do that. But I just fell right back into, oh, I want to go to this guy because I remember him and he was cool and it was good. (laughs) (laughs) The Northeast
0: is known for their roadside pretzels. Yeah. They just their thing. So they're
1: random sub shops, it's great. Yep,
0: Sometimes. yep. Tons of subs are just about as bad as you could. You know, they're just like here's all this extra bread. Yeah. that you can put on. They're delicious. Look, all this stuff is really good. That's the problem with eating healthy. And what I've run into my entire life is how good food is that is unhealthy. And the reason for that is the sugar. Like we've basically been conditioned to be addicted to carbohydrates and sugar our entire lives since we were babies. Like we were given this stuff and it's really hard mentally and physically to not eat this stuff. So especially when you're in this mode of like,
1: "Woo, it's my birthday. Hey, what's (laughs) up girl.
0: Then you are going to be just snapping that stuff off, drinking margaritas in the morning, like all that stuff. So another, you know what? We don't like to talk about alcohol too much on the show because it's not part of the wild foods mission to condone alcohol consumption. Because it's, you know, it's something harmful that you're putting in your body. But if you are a drinker and you're going to do that, again, I would recommend staying away from, like, the breweries and the the places with, like, the frozen drinks and the real foofy stuff where they're going to add a bunch of sugar to the drinks. Stick with what you know. Stick with a whiskey and water. Stick with a vodka and water with a lime. Something like that that doesn't just cram tons and tons of sugar and calories into it. So, There's ways to comfortably enjoy drinking. Maybe like a a white claw or something. None of these things are good for you. But if you're going to drink anyway, like a white claw is a lot better than a Guinness, you
1: know? Yeah, for sure. If you could find them anymore, supposedly there's a shortage. Oh, there's a, yeah, there's
0: a white claw. I have a whole chat, my high school buddies that are like the biggest bros ever, right? They're like super bro dudes. And they're like, oh, claw is the law. And I'm like, what, what? <laughs> Doesn't even make sense. wow okay so i don't know how it caught on but great marketing by them for that to happen but yeah sorry no let's let's uh let's move <laughs> off alcohol that was a little bit of a tip honestly alcohol you just don't do it next thing i'm going to tell you is it's kind of like an ad it's kind of going to sound disingenuous but bring some wild fish oil yes. fish oil is key exceptionally good for you it's one of the main supplements that is directly correlated to weight loss And it is the nutrients that you get from the fish oil are going to help with all of the things that hurt you on travel. Just make sure you store it somewhere where it doesn't get hot. So you don't want to be like having in your backpack while you're out on a day at the beach and it's getting, you know, sun beaten down on it because then it might go bad.
1: Just keep it in your hotel or wherever you're staying. Eat it. Take some in the morning.
0: You know, you don't have to take the 16 ounce bottle. You can take 60 count. You can even take like a mini. We've got the little minis with the fish oil in them. Two ounces. Mini liquid. They're approved for travel on planes. You can take them on your carry on no problem. So those are a good thing. Again, that sounds like a shameless plug, but the wild foods fish oil is one of the only fish oils out there that is certified by friends of the sea. And it, you just should have it. Like you should always be taking it with you. You don't, I'm not saying like bring turmeric with you or like bone broth. Like these things are good, but fish oil is a real easy upgrade that you can make to your travel kit. That doesn't hurt your overall like what you can carry with you, you know, like bringing a tub of bone broth is a little tough. Yeah. but
1: I would like to add as well, wild cold caps, because that is very much an essential, especially if you're going to be eating these foods that aren't so healthy or drinking alcohol or whatever, you can take that during before or after. And you can, it just makes you feel a lot better, especially if you don't know what you're eating at a random place that you go to. Yes. Cause
0: they can, the, The reason activated charcoal became a thing is they used to use it with pumping stomachs. I mean, I say used to, they still do. They use activated charcoal to pull toxins out when they're pumping your stomach from like an alcohol overdose. And basically, we're giving you small quantities of it to absorb the same toxins that that would absorb. So it definitely makes you feel better uh, when you eat something that you don't know what's in there. Interesting thing I saw when I was traveling recently, I went to this coffee shop and in their advertising, they had this coffee that was like the blackest black I've ever seen like super black and i'm like what is i don't understand like how is that so black i'll, I'll if i can think of, if i remember i'll put the picture in the show notes for you and i got there and i ordered black coffee because i was like okay it's going to show up like this black i want to see what it tastes like it showed up normal and i'm like "Well, okay so i pulled out my phone i go on their google thing and i show it to i'm like what is that and they're like oh that is our activated charcoal latte so what they what they did was they took activated charcoal, blended it in there and made the coffee like pure black. And and then on top they put uh, it wasn't milk but or I think it might have been macadamia nut milk that they put on the top and did like that little you know like cute little artwork on the top and I was like, "Oh, wow, that's super cool." So if you're local to Austin and you're listening to this, we're developing our own little charcoal latte we're taking some inspiration from them obviously we don't maybe not about the, the latte part but we might put some activated charcoal and some some coffee yeah soon.
1: definitely worth an experiment for sure
0: yep with our local dawson coffee yeah. so, this is getting this is so like i didn't mean for this to be a long commercial <laughs> this just this stuff is legitimate i'm looking around the studio and i'm seeing the stuff and i'm like oh duh of course this thing so here's another thing that is going to be correlated to being healthy on a vacation that generally not going to be thought about, but it's think about your traveling companions Mm. for more ways than one. Now, this is just a general traveling tip. If you're not traveling alone, think about who you're traveling with and if they mesh with you. And what I mean by that is if I say, Hey, let's go stay in a hostel is the person that I'm traveling with going to be like, no way I would never stay in a hostel. What is wrong with you? Or is the person that I'm traveling with going to be like, Oh, that's cool. And if they have different things they won't do or don't want to do am i okay with their things they don't want to do or am i going to be bummed if i go and i want to go to a techno club and they're like oh i don't listen to techno or something like that so think about your travel companions but also if your travel companion has no interest in eating healthy if they're just like some skinny guy that's never had to look at what they eat their entire life yet they're going to have to but they haven't yet and they just eat everything under the sun daryl fish then you have to be careful because they're not going to actively be a bad influence on you, but they are going to, when you say something like, well, let's cook tonight. And he's like, what are you talking about? We got to go try this place. We got to go eat rainbow donuts down the street at the deli. What are you thinking? So pick your travel companions that are aligned with your life and travel values so that you can together mitigate some of the effects that travel has. You don't want to be coming home five pounds, heavier than when you left or 10 or something like that something crazy
1: yeah yeah definitely that's a big one for sure another
0: one i just thought of walking
1: walk everywhere okay always
0: every time i take a trip i go i'll take cabs and stuff like that but for the most part i try to walk everywhere that i can when i did a whole you know six week europe trip where i didn't really worry about what i was eating lost weight why because i was walking fifteen thousand steps a day just walking around the cities because you can walk around the cities. You can take in the sights.
1: You're, you're skateboarding That's all the time. The best way to explore is just walking around because, I mean, get lost. Really, yeah. get lost and find out how to get back. And you're going to find some really cool sceneries and stuff like that. And, yes, I do skate. And I was in New York, and I was just skating everywhere because, I mean, obviously I can because it's really close proximity, everything. But I decided to not take subways or anything, even when it was like 80 degrees just so I can – you know, explore and kind of just like exercise a little more
0: walking in a place that you're not familiar with during the day can be really rewarding. I would not recommend doing that at night. You might walk into the wrong area and be like, what have I done? Oh boy. Okay. Let's get out of here. I've definitely experienced that sometimes before, but going around a new city and exploring it on foot and seeing things as you go, it really helps you take it in. And, also mitigates some of the effect of some of the bad choices you might be making while you're on a vacation. Now that is, if you're not in a place like San Diego where it's 9,000 degrees and there's no AC anywhere, I wasn't walking anywhere in San Diego,
1: but it's kind of hard to walk places in San Diego though. Anyway.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. We were downtown. Our Airbnb was not in the best area yeah, at yeah. all. Our Airbnb was like, it's I almost top of
1: a hill too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. We couldn't even take lift or not lift a uh, limes and birds without like dying because of how far down the hill we had to go. <laughs> <laughs> but but definitely walking is definitely do that. So what else we got? We have any any other off the top of your head some really cool things you can do to help this mitigate
1: it? Mm. I mean, there are going to be some limitations to having to eat healthy most of the time like you hot hotels and stuff like that where there's no just be more conscious of where and what you're doing. I think I tend to just say I'm on vacation and just like you know, willy nilly. We on holiday. Yeah. Hey. you're on holiday. You're gonna do anything. <laughs> and so, just I mean, being slightly aware of just what you're doing at all times it just is definitely helpful.
0: Here's one more: Chipotle. No, this is not. <laughs> this, so this sounds so stupid, but there's a Chipotle in every city, and Chipotle has high quality ingredients. They're well sourced. They're the same everywhere. And there is a bowl that you can construct a Chipotle that is extremely healthy. You just don't get the rice, get in a bed of that lettuce, get double meat, and just don't get the corn, don't get the cheese, and you want a little piece of dairy product, get a little bit of the sour cream or something, you get the good hot sauce in there, and if you like the pico, get the pico. Like, you've got a bowl of really healthy food that you can pretty much eat anywhere, and you know their ingredients are quality, and you know what their nutrition facts are like. You don't know that when you go to a random taco bowl place that only exists in New York or that only exists in Philadelphia. You don't know what the guy on the end of the street is putting in his dough before he fries his pretzel to make it your favorite pretzel. You just don't. So I don't like chains as a rule. Like chain restaurant. I, I'll, you'll never find me at a T.J. Friday's. You'll never find me at a Chili's ever. But those
1: are good places. No, but
0: America loves them. Like yeah, they're there all the so time. Enough. I remember random rant. I remember reading an article that said millennials are like too lazy to go out and eat. So they're ruining Chipotle or not Chipotle, uh, like TGI Fridays and like and Chili's and stuff like that. And I'm like, no, we're not too lazy to go out and eat. We go out and eat all the time and we're too lazy to cook. The millennials are eating better restaurants. They're eating places that don't just cook frozen crappy food. We're going to a Chipotle. We're going to Whole Foods. We're going to places where we can understand what is being put in our food and tastes good. And isn't just frozen mozzarella sticks thrown on a plate. We don't want that. And and, you know, I I understand that the previous generation wanted to be able to go to the same restaurant in every city they go to. I'll never forget that one of the members of my family, they were, they were telling me, Oh, we love first thing we do is we always go to GGF Fridays. Whenever we go on vacation, I'm like, what? (laughs) Like, Oh, it's like our thing. I'm like, what do you mean? It's your thing. That's not vacation. That's the same thing everywhere. What are it's you doing?
1: Same thing in a different
0: place. So some people walk around and experience the street food. Some people go into a hotel and find the nearest TGI Fridays, and that's that's what they want to do when they travel. That's not that's not me. But Chipotle, as far as chains go, I don't know a better one. Uh, except I mean maybe a Whole Foods, but they're not everywhere. I feel like there's more Chipotle. Yeah, at Chipotle's other places. Are, so there. So many of them. You know They've had a lot of scares with the botulism or whatever was an issue. I remember back then, I loved it because the lines just went down. (laughs) It's like, now I don't have to wait at Chipotle anymore. This is amazing. So always a staple for me, always a go-to. But let's recap. I I might miss some stuff because I didn't write anything down, but we're recapping the actionable items. We're talking about cooking at your place if you can. We're talking about traveling with people who think the same as you as far as food is concerned. We're talking about fasting. We're talking about bringing your own coffee. We're talking about going to a Chipotle if you have no other option.
1: Buying your own groceries if you can. Yep,
0: buying your own stuff. Bringing some supplements with you, whether they be wild fish oil, friends of the sea, or some other, you know, not as awesome supplement. You feel free to not bring wild foods products if you are you don't want to risk it. And I think I missed a couple others, but I'm sorry, I'm bad at recapping when I don't write this stuff down. This was more of an off-the-cuff conversation than anything else. So we're here, we're back, the Wild Foods Podcast. Ready to roll. And we're going to be coming at you. More interviews, more candid spots like this with me, with Matt. I don't know, maybe we'll let Ladon come on once in a while. (laughs) We'll ladon's <laughs> voice is is interesting and he's I, if we had a fantasy football podcast i would have ladon on as like the guy that knows nothing every week and asks all the dumb questions but he, he won two years ago i think he, wow, he won wow he, interesting <laughs> and then we'll have all kinds of cool guests in fact i think i was just talking with you know what i don't want to get it wrong i don't want to commit somebody that hasn't actually said but we've got some cool stuff in the works and look for us to be dropping those probably about once a week. If we get up to twice a week, that'll be cool. We did do twice a week for a little bit there, but then, of course, you know, we fell off. So consistency is more important. We're going to try to come at you once a week. And Start
1: with that. See where we'll that see goes. We'll,
0: we'll see where that leads. We're super busy right now. A lot of behind-the-scenes stuff at Wild Foods. I mean, we have a new products that I don't even know if I'm allowed to talk about coming out that are going to be awesome.
1: Ooh, I'm excited. Uh,
0: we're We're talking fucking a bar of some kind oh not not the drinking kind the eating kind you're gonna love this i've seen i've seen it i've tasted it i have it is gonna be cool I so say
1: i've tasted that too and it was really yeah good. it was it, was, really it was
0: unbelievably good like surprisingly good you know i i've had you know, things like rx bars and stuff like that This blew it all out of the water so look for that i don't even know when that's dropping but and you know what? Podcast listeners, you're the only ones to know about that. We haven't talked about it on our Instagram. Don't be like telling people it's a secret between you and us. All 500 of you that listen to the show. Is it 500? It might be 500. It might be a little bit higher. I don't know. But anyway, reach out to us, info at wildfoods.co, for anything you would like to hear on the show, anyone you would like to hear on the show, and any questions you might have. We will read those questions on air. On the mailbag.
1: Also be sure to go to wildfoods.co to grab your fish oil <laughs> for the trip or your cold caps before you travel.
0: Use code ceo Get 12% off your order.
1: There you go. Alright, that's
0: it. We're out with Matt Smith here. I've been Brent Philbin. We'll see you next time.